Welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 13th of January. And the episode title is Do Wizards of the Coast Even Care About Europe? Bloat Games is in the spotlight thanks to votes from GeekNet's fantastic patrons. And I have emailed Bloat maybe a day or so back to arrange an interview. No response yet. And now there may be some good timing or it may be bad because Bloat Games are surely really busy. They're currently crowdfunding Evolved. That is a large time-travelling superhero RPG powered by Dungeon Crawl Classics. How large is large? 600 plus pages. Evolved also looks to be a darker superhero game than many others, as supers are created by time warp energy. And the future that comes from is a terrible one. Now, here in Scotland, I saw some gamers worrying about a terrible D&D future. Wizards of the Coasts announced that they wanted fans to join the Scryers Guild for a survey. Now, I've tried to join, but I didn't make the cut. The buzz across Discordverse and social media was that the survey turned out only to be open to people in the United States. Now, does that mean Wizards of the Coast don't care about Europe or pretty much anywhere else other than its homeland? I mean, maybe not. D&D can't please everyone, everywhere, and all the time, so it surely makes sense to keep their largest and most addressable market on side. I mean, can you imagine Chris Cox telling the board that he's had enough tapping the American wallet, and now he wants to get the brand on the back of, say, the generosity of Scottish buyers? Seems unlikely. However, I suspect that wasn't the case. I suspect Wizards of the Coast employed a third party with operations in the United States, insurance in the United States and legal coverage in the United States to manage that survey. And so, by default, the survey was for Americans. Additionally, it is much harder to store data on and from Europeans than for North American companies to store information about Americans. If confirmed, I suspect the USA-only filter was purely for practical reasons rather than a hostility to potential D&D fans outside Wizards of the Coast's domestic market. It's not as if Europe is shy of RPG publishers. There, for example, is the UK's Milsonian Arts Council, who publish Trochia. And you can now get Trochia's core rules for free from trochia.com. You can read through an embedded copy of some 120 pages on the site or sign up for their newsletter and get the complete digital edition in response. In handy timing, Charles's world-building article this week on Geek Native is world-building Utoka. We even thought a huge German publisher would be joining the tabletop RPG market this year. Well, some of us did. Following the success of Lorcana, Ravensburger announced another Disney collaboration, this time for a game called Chronicles of Light, Darkness Falls. Geek Native did not get the press release, despite knowing the PR manager. Gee, thanks. But those sites who did seemed conflicted, some calling Chronicles of Light a tabletop RPG, others calling it a board game. Well, I asked Lisa and got clarifications that Chronicles of Light is, I quote, a board game with elements of TRPG gameplay. So there you have it. 
suppose you'll allow me to conjecture some more. In that case, I think one of the lasting legacies of 5e success, Stranger Things and popular streaming shows is that more mainstream areas like Disney-themed board games will be more comfortable in tucking elements of traditional RPGing into games. Not huge amounts, but some. There's also the less official, but still charmingly inspired by mainstream types of RPGs, such as DC Bradshaw's Calvin Core, which was released this week. That's a two-page RPG, which I like a lot, that starts with a few rules, only a few, like Calvin Ball, but then becomes way more complex over time. A late this week candidate for RPG headline attention grabber came from Atlas Games and the news that they'll crowdfund Ars Magica Definitive Edition. This is such an old game and with no new print products for about a decade it's not a surprise that the new to the hobby gamers haven't heard of it. But it is something of a game changer. In Ars Magica this complex for the players magic that rewards clever players. There's troop-style play in which you control more than one character, each having different support roles for your magi, who will often be busy with magic stuff, you know, rather than going on adventures. I am trying not to buy more RPGs, given that I have dozens that I don't get to play, but I am tempted by this. And there are also some bundles to add to temptation. At the bundle of folding, there are gigabytes of Black Scrolls map tiles, and a Shadowrun alternative called The Sprawl. Lastly, in what will surely be as tempting as Cosmic Promises whispered in your dreams, there's a big book bundle of Call of Cthulhu on Humble. On that note, let's swear our allegiance to an unknown future from beyond history, and see you next week.